Welcome to INFP Thrive for Enneagram Nines, a show for gentle souls who are ready to shine. Do you ever feel like you're a workaholic who never gets anything done? I felt like this for so long, and I think I may have mentioned already that when I have historically worked for other people in companies, I was always a rock star employee because I was always putting everybody else's needs first. And I liked that supporting role. But then at a certain point, I decided I wanted to strike out on my own and start my own business. And I really, really struggled with moving forward and taking action in my business. I got really stuck in rabbit holes and analysis paralysis and had so many days, including like weekends when I could have been seeing my friends staying home because I had to work. But then I would look at the clock, the entire day had passed and I hadn't done anything. Like I couldn't think of, I couldn't point to anything that I had done that was like super productive. And yet I felt burned out and like I had been working the whole time. So I was just like, okay, I know what the problem is, but I don't know how to pull myself out of this. And so that's when I started to really start to explore productivity, also personality, but that kind of came later. Personality, like tests like Myers-Briggs and Enneagram, that's kind of stuff that I have started to discover as I've been trying to learn how I can become more productive. And so one of the tools that I came across, well, not tools, but I saw a video TED Talk by Laura Vanderkam, and she's a time management expert, and she has one of the most popular TED Talks. About 10 million people have seen it already, and it's called How to Gain Control of Your Free Time. And I thought, wow, this woman really knows what she's talking about. This is a really interesting talk. So then I started to read her books. I read one called 168 Hours, You Have More Time Than You Think. And I thought, I would really like to talk to her and interview her and get to know her and just learn more of these tactics because she is one of the most productive people I've ever heard of. She's written all of these books. She now has three podcasts. She's got five kids. She speaks around the world. I mean, she's a busy person. You would describe her life as quite busy. And yet she says she has time to sleep, time to see her friends. And I'm like, how does she do this? How, how do people manage their time like this. And so I wrote to her and asked if I could interview her for one of my podcasts. And she said, yes. So that's another reason why I think everyone should have a podcast. Because if you want to dig deeper into something and somebody's written a book about it, chances are they'll let you interview them. And so, yeah, I was really excited. I interviewed her a few months ago and I just put out the interview on my Postcard Academy podcast uh, recently, but I wanted to play some of the clips here, or maybe I'll play one clip here uh, today. And if you want to check out the rest of it, you can go to the Postcard Academy, or maybe I'll play clips, you know, over the next few months of my conversation with Laura, but I think you're going to find it really helpful because there was one part in her book, 168 Hours, that really transformed my life. Like, you don't have tons of moments like that throughout the year or throughout your life where you can point to one person, one particular like tactic or recommendation and it really transformed part of your life. But anyway, this piece of advice that I read in one of her books, it really helped me make much faster decisions 
And I know that's probably something that you struggle with as well. The whole rabbit hole, falling into rabbit holes, chasing different ideas, exploring things for way too long. I've always wanted to be more of a planner. I didn't really prioritize it because, you know, flying by the seat of my pants, especially when it comes to travel, has, you know, there's a lot of fun and excitement to that. But I have learned that planning is really essential for your peace of mind and to get things done and to help you move forward in your life, not just in business, but in every aspect of your life. I wrote down a bunch of my values this year, and uh, I'll just share a few of them with you here right now. But wake up in gratitude, truly feeling that you will never have this day again. Make it matter. Prioritize joy and wonder and plan the rest of your day or plan the rest of your life around that. Someday is today. Take action on the dreams that scare you today. Give voice to what you believe in today and bring joy to someone else today and every day. So those are values that I try to live my life by. But we are not making every day matter. And it's really hard to exist in the present moment when you always feel like you're catching up, that you are on this hamster wheel. I think that is the worst feeling where you just feel like you're always treading water and working really hard, but not getting anywhere. So I think my conversation with Laura will really help you out. And if it does, I would love for you to let me know. So find me on Instagram at Sarah Mikatel. And I would love to hear how this uh, tactic could work for you, or if you have any other time management techniques that you are really into, I would love to hear that as well. On to my little conversation with Laura. I'm not a natural planner, and I'm trying to um, reinvent myself. (laughs) I don't know the right way to say that, but I love so much about planning. I know that there's like the science of anticipation where we get a happiness boost when we're thinking about something exciting that's like to come in the future. So I love that. Yeah. I think the key thing is that a lot of people who say they really don't want to plan, it's, they have this idea of planning that it's about planning things you don't want to do. Right. And I don't know why we have this idea. I mean, you can plan things you want to do. Like, I don't know how many people would sit there and be like, gosh, I wish I didn't have tickets to my favorite sports team on Saturday to go see them play, <laughs> like with my best friend. Gosh, I wish we didn't make that plan. Right, like, right. That's, that's not, you know, people like those sorts of plans. So why not think of all your plans in that light? You know, yeah, there's stuff you don't want to do, but don't focus on that. Like start with the stuff you do want to do. And then, you know, if you've got some extra time, get get to the stuff that you you have to deal with. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to prioritize more what I actually want to do. I'm reading your book 168 hours right now. By reading, I mean listening to you on Audible. And uh, I realized that one of my biggest time blocks is I'm a maximizer. I want to figure out the best way to do something, not for everything, but for certain things. I realize I have like perfectionist tendencies and it was a strange realization because I used to think I was totally laid back about everything. (laughs) But I'm like, all right, I'm starting this business. What's the very best email provider? What's the very best website host? And I kept researching this stuff for like weeks. Can you talk a little bit about maximizers and 
what was the other one? Satisficers? Satisficers. Yeah, this is a great concept from Barry Schwartz and his research. Um, he's the author of a book called The Paradox of Choice. And he divides people into these two categories. And basically, a maximizer wants to get the best of everything, like you were saying, the best website provider, the best hosting, whatever. A satisficer has a certain set of criteria, and they go with the first option that clears the bar. And while being a maximizer sounds great, like who wouldn't want the best of everything, it winds up wasting an incredible amount of time and mental energy. And in many cases, is not even possible. Like there is no best host. There is no best website creator. There is no, most of the stuff, it's like most of the people who are in the business and have been there for a while are probably pretty decent, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you go with somebody who's in your budget range, who can meet your deadlines and probably they're going to be great. And if they're not, like, then you can make a different decision in a little bit. But um, you will have enough time to make that different decision because you've actually gotten started. Whereas the maximizer can put it off forever because they haven't gotten the the best one yet. Uh, Maximizers are also more prone to regret because when you make a decision, which maybe at some point you eventually have to, you come across something that's better. You feel like, oh, this is terrible. This is horrible. I made the wrong choice. Whereas a satisficer, yes, you met your criteria. So you're happy. Like, yes, maybe something was was better, but you met the criteria you put out there. So it's it's okay. You're still happy. Happy and it keeps you moving forward to actually achieving your goals. So, and you can reform. You don't have to be stuck in one. I'm shifting my mindsets and becoming more of a satisfizer. So, thank you. I really love that part of your book. Hey, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to my blog on Substack for more content on how to thrive through better communication, stoicism, and global exploration. That is right. Blogging is cool again over on the Substack platform. There you can chat with me in the comments, and I have plenty of bonuses for paid subscribers, or you can just read for free. So click the link in the episode notes to access the Substack Live Without Borders.